0: weirdos i apologize for the shitty sound quality Uh, i have to record this on my phone this week apologies the episode itself will sound better this is live from the just for laughs festival an incredible episode uh with fred Armisen, sam j alonzo Bowden, uh jeff ross was just in the audience and jumped up and uh chris chris fleming uh who is hilarious obviously um some wonderful guys that uh and gals gals? What am I, my dad? Anyway, wonderful episode. As I always say, let's get to it as quickly as possible. I do want to make a correction. I've been plugging my next Living at Largo show for the wrong date. The correct date for my next stand-up show in Los Angeles is August 13. Um it's go to artlargo Largo-LA dot com for tickets. Those are always amazing shows. I really appreciate the weirdos and the fans that come out to those. Always a highlight of my month. It's going to be on August 13. Um, as always, my book, Comedy Sex God, is available now. And a shout-out to the Pete's Picks uh, that make the show possible, obviously. And you guys know that I don't do ads, uh, traditionally speaking. I do uh, promotions for things that I actually love, things that I actually use every single day and swear by. The first is Kachava. Kachava. You guys know this. It's a plant-based superfood drink mix that is basically a nutrition overload and the best-tasting meal replacement shake that I've ever found in my life. Uh, as I always joke, it's so good that Bal likes it. I have a lot of weird hippy-dippy super du- super-duper food uh, drink mixes that I make. This is the only one that gets it just right. The right ba- balance of raw cacao, uh, coconut milk, powdered coconut milk, and coconut nectar, which is a low glycemic sweetener that actually makes this shake taste good just with water. You can obviously make it with almond milk, like I do. I make it with almond milk sometimes. I make it with frozen strawberries sometimes. I'll throw some extra kale in there. Uh, but it's good enough to add just to water, and that's why I take it on the road with me. Sometimes when I'm making Baby Lee a bottle, I make myself a bottle, and it's just as easy. I throw up two scoops. Sometimes one chocolate, one vanilla. Tastes like an Oreo. Throw just water in there, shake it up, and you're good to go. Keeps you full for hours because it is a nutrition overload. I would wager that one cachava shake has more nutrients than most people are getting in a month. Uh, It's got 100% plant-based omega-3s from chia and flax not some weird random barrel of anonymous fish that they press and squeeze oil out of. You're getting it from the chia seed and the flax seed, which is amazing and healthy. You're getting it from eight super fruits, 17 greens and veggies. It's gluten-free, it's soy-free. There's no artificial sweeteners or preservatives. It's got digestive support built in. It's got adaptogens and 24 grams of plant-based protein, obviously in a liquid form, that's gonna get into your cells quickly, and nine grams of plant-based fiber. And as i already mentioned it is actually delicious and makes you feel amazing it's got maca root in there which is wonderful for energy cacao which is wonderful for mood elevation and it's got uh, manganese i think there's a lot of things that are in cacao that people think is a junk food but it's got a lot of hard to find nutrients in there which is incredible uh, so it is basically as close as i found to a meal and a pill i've turned a lot of my friends onto it that weren't sure how to start eating healthy and now they swear by it and I swear by it as well. You can get 20% off and show your support for this podcast by going to kachava.com slash weird. 20% off. That's k-a-c-h-a-v-a dot com slash weird. And of course, the original Beats pick, which is Charlotte's Web Hemp Oil. This is a CBD oil. I know a lot of people here uh, hemp, and they think marijuana, they think it's gonna get you stoned. This is not a weed product, this is a CBD product. It ships legally to all 50 states, it's not an intoxicant. Uh, it's a body and brain beneficial, basically plant ally. Uh, before I go to uh, a pharmaceutical or something super toxic and chemically, I love knowing I can go to the hemp plant and get for me something that helps reduce my stress I take CBD whenever I'm feeling overwhelmed. If I'm traveling, just feeling a little bit on edge, it is a wonderful, rounding feeling. It's almost sub-perceptual because I take a very low dose. I like to get the original formula, which is a little bit stronger, but I just take a couple drops of it, but it gets in there. I just notice that I'm a little bit quicker to smile, a little bit quicker to laugh, and I take my life and my stress a little less seriously, which is a wonderful, wonderful uh, thing in my life. Um, I get the mint chocolate. It, it's a tasty flavor. They're getting some new flavors though. Mint chocolate tastes like a thin mint. And they also make some balms so you can get hemp, hemp on you topically uh, for that soothing, wonderful sensation and get it on you through the skin. Uh, let's see. I think that's all I ever really have to say. It's really kind of hard to explain. It's a healthy, happy glow. And the thing that I tell people that are even just a little bit curious about it is I just say, go try it. Uh, you get 10% off and you'll show your support of this podcast by going to CW, like Charlotte's Web, cwhemp.com slash weird and use promo code Keep Crispy 19 There are other CBD products. I see them popping up all over LA, but this is the only CBD that I'm aware of that is grown in Denver for human consumption under like medical, super, supervised. Uh, it's not going to be a belt or a bag or maybe go in your body. This is grown food quality, food grade for human consumption. Uh, and I love Charlotte's Web and I love the Stanley Brothers. They did an episode of this podcast. If you're uh, on the fence, you should listen to that episode. We talk a lot about the wonderful things that CBD has done for people medically and uh, yeah, medically. Uh, all right, guys. In the meantime, try a Pete's pick. Hope to see you on in Largo, August 13th. Please check out my book, Comedy Sex God. And in the meantime, enjoy the live episode from Montreal. The roast of Blake, uh, Blake Griffin went really well, by the way. Uh, we talk a little bit about that. Um, but enjoy and get into it. Oh, my God, look at you. You did it. Yeah, clap for yourselves for coming out. It's a big room. Homer? Is your name Homer? I thought you said your name was Homer on the way in. It's not, because he doesn't know I'm talking to him. That's how names work. Isn't it weird? Sometimes I meet another Pete, and I'm like, Hey. (laughs) I know it's 5 o'clock in a comedy festival, but I need more laughs. I desperately need them. You know what I'm talking about? It's like Pete is taken. There can't be two... Like, if there's me and this guy and someone goes, Pete, we both go, well, that's, that's not right. There should be when I... I'm the only Pete, and then when I die, they're like, Pete is available. <laughs> Why did I say it like Seinfeld? Pete is available. Give it up for the ceiling. The only thing they didn't renovate looks like a Star Trek version of Tetris. <laughs> Commander... <laughs> Anybody watching Next Generation on Hulu? Just me? I'm, in a, I'm at the cutting edge. Hi, children. How are you? Nice to see you. I'm not going to tease you. How old are you guys? 12? Nice. You vaping? <laughs> 12. That's pretty cool, man. You're going to be a teenager soon. Yeah. What's your uh, name? Noah. Noah. Is this your sister? Yeah. How old is she? 10. ten? You're 10. Double digit. <laughs> Double didge. Do you like it? You like talking to your aunt on the phone? Isn't that the worst? Know your audience. Isn't that the worst? When your aunt calls for your mom and you're like, I don't fucking care. (laughs) I'm going to swear because they're here. You think I'm going to change the show? You guys like swearing? A little bit? Sometimes? No, what's your favorite swear Your mom says it's okay. Double. (laughs) Oh, someone get Noah Mike. He said double dicking. He looked to his mother and his sister. He went, Double dicking? Good. God in heaven, that was amazing. This is your laugh, Noah. Are you addicted? Will you be like me? Do you want to be a comedian? Maybe. That's good for you. You could do anything you want. What's what's the number two plan? Maybe a comedian, maybe... A sportscaster. Those those are funny guys, right? They can be funny. No? Wow, you're not going to follow double dicking with... Sports casting. <laughs> Let me do this real quick. I hate this. I hate that these are up here. Anybody have any questions for me before we start? My favorite swear word? I'm a fan of saying, like, what the shit. I like saying anything that's like a little bit unexpected. You know what I'm saying? What the shit? What's your favorite? Sorry. The person who asked, what's your fave? Fuck your family. Wait, I take it back. That's my favorite. (laughs) Yeah, you can't really beat fuck. I'm from Boston. We put an H in the word fuck. Fuck. Fuck you, bro. And we still say retarded. I'm not saying it's right, but they love it. Anybody from Boston? You love it. You love it. You're like, father, you're retarded. You're talking to your priest. You don't care. All right, our first guest has what's known, no, in show business. I want to teach you some terms. It's called a hard out. That means they have to be out at a certain time, and they mean it. So, are you guys ready for the first guest? And we can talk. Now? Thank you so much for coming. It really made me feel good, like a good old double dicking <laughs> Start clapping from uh, SNL for Fred Armisen, everybody, Fred. Get in here! Get in here! I, Get in here! I um,
1: I feel bad. I don't mean it like you hey, know, go to heart out. It's just that I've got a show afterwards. That's all that it is. Oh, it wasn't I didn't like, mean it that way. Yeah, I didn't want everyone to. Think Nobody that. I'm like, thought. What you... is the show? Oh, no, quickly. no, nothing like that. I'm you happy are, to be here. You're in. And here we are. You're invested. That, that was really funny. You saying that, like the, the way that you started was like you're like, I'm, "Don't worry, I'm not going to tease you." Yep. That, that's always like a fear like in the audience. I'm always yeah. fear, like, don't make right. spectacle. Please uh, don't. Yeah. Have you ever
0: been talked to f- by a comedian in the crowd? It's a
1: nightmare. I, uh, with, with luck, I haven't, but it seems like a nightmare. Like, I have. So when I moved to New York, and I yeah. was
0: unemployed, but I was trying to be a comedian. I went to a lot of shows, and I'd sit in the front of a big oaf. People would be like, what do you do? And I'd just be like, no, no.
1: <laughs> it's, like, it's not going to go well. Not There's nothing go you're well. going to
0: say that... It's my favorite Onion headline oh God, the actors are coming into the audience. <laughs> oh, no, no. It's the worst. It's bad news. Isn't that good? It's just,
1: no one likes it. No one likes it. No.
0: Mulaney has that great bit where he goes, you ever go to a small play? Which I love because yeah. that feeling where you go, well, like what if you came to this and it was just like four seats and me. <laughs> Except I'm not acknowledging you. I'm wearing a vest and I have a pipe and I go like, growing up in Connie.
1: It's just like, ah! <laughs> So scary.
0: It's yeah, terrifying, yeah
1: well how do you I want to I hate this setup I know it's, it um sucks. you know what the, the problem is more that there's like a row, yeah um, but it's not bad, it's not
0: bad. It's, it's like we started a journey and we lost three friends. <laughs> 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 like it was going pretty well, and now it's just me and you hoping yeah, like, not exactly. to eat each other,
1: <laughs> like we had to eat in honor of them, the little We'd, microphones.
0: On a scale of one to a million, yeah. You're in a sit with me, and you have to eat me, my body. Yeah. How, like, how much of a nightmare for you is that?
1: For you, Fred? I think that it would be well after you're dead, because if, if it's that desperate yep. of a situation... You're going to wait? My, bot, my hunger as an animal would take over. There would be no, like, I feel bad. It would be like, I, as an animal, need to stay alive. I need to... Right. And, and I think by then, you will have been dead. Can you wait, though? Don't I have an expiration
0: date? You got to look on my foot. <laughs> kind, maybe a little right. bit.
2: I, I mean, think you also, get me.
1: also, I think fresh might be too much for me. You <laughs> yeah, know? you don't want me to go,
2: hey, Fred. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, God, he feels so alive. So I don't want it to be. Also, maybe there's something to, like, your body being sort of cured by the sun, some sort of, like, yes. natural cooking. that. Well, that's why they used to do wakes.
0: Did you know that? No. Awake is to see if they wake up. That's what science Whoa. used to be. Just like, we don't know. <laughs> we think he's dead. And then wow. sometimes it'd be like <gasps> and they're like, "Oh, thank God, we didn't That's bury him." That's why they
1: called it awake. Yeah, cuz sometimes they woke up. But you know, they're going to say they're going to comedians in the future are going to make fun of us for all the things that we don't know either. So, yeah. we've got this real cavalier attitude about, I know we were all laughing about how dumb those people were, but they're going to do the same thing to us. Yes. They are.
0: I completely agree, because when I watch like Blazing Saddles or something, I'm like, that's not how it's done anymore. Yeah. And in 10, 20 years, people are going to be watching what we do and be like, that's stupid. We don't do that. Don't do it. Yeah. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to those two? Yeah. We were discussing backstage that neither of us do uh, political stuff. Yeah. Something that I love doing with you is acting like I know what I'm talking about. Yes. Because I feel like I don't have to follow the news t- to get into it with people. I can just be like, oh, God, did you see? Yeah. Did you see? <laughs> There's no accountability. There's no
1: accountability. It, the whole thing is just... It's when you start in the middle. If someone were to walk in right now and it seemed like a political discussion, that's great. I, I think we could fool people. Yes. Because if you're in the middle of it... Right. You can make it sound, and if they, if listen, the moment that we can change that is that awareness that voters will turn that around because none none of the. And by the way, they're not representing anyone, any the majority, and that's not even that. And that number, this is the number from twenty seventeen, and if we. And if everyone in the room was nodding along, it's like, whoa, they're getting really political.
0: That's how I feel a lot of people are doing in politics. There's always one person in the group that's like, yeah,
2: so...
1: <laughs> I, I don't like being at dinners where, it, when it gets really serious. When it gets really serious and political, yeah. and there's it kind of ends with everyone, yeah. <laughs> Do you know that, like... It's,
0: that it's, frequency where all you can do...
1: Everyone is just quietly... Yeah. And then,
0: Thanks for having us over.
1: <laughs>
0: this is a real yeah. double-dicking. <laughs>
1: That's Noah. No, I know. I know, I was listening. Hi, you Noah. You get to watch SNL? Uh, yeah.
0: On the YouTube? Yeah, used to be live. Used to be live.
1: Used to be live, used back be in live. our day. You know it's not live, though. No, well, it's not live,
0: Okay. That show's not live, and Lorne Michaels doesn't exist. Wow. <laughs> it's not real. It's not real. It couldn't be live. Wow. You know those people that refuse to think improv is improvised, they're like, no, nah, they wrote that. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. like, really? The yeah. guy that, the, the scene in the barbershop where nothing happened? <laughs> yeah. They, couldn't yeah they, they had to write it out? <laughs> they wrote that. Yeah. They wrote that. I couldn't do it. No one can do it. (laughs) Um, What do you do before when you were doing Saturday Night Live? What did you eat and drink and do to get ready to be on the diarrhea diarrhea inducing sensation of live television?
1: You mean? uh, Do you mean that uh, before, like when the show was?
0: Yeah, empty tag. You're about to start. You got to perform.
1: What do we eat? I would have little snacks so that I wasn't completely out of food, but I didn't like to have be filled with food because that's just a weird feeling. Yeah. but, and this is going to sound like me trying to sound interesting, I would sometimes right before the show have a little bit of coffee Ooh. and doze off a little bit. I know what you're talking you know what I'm about. Saying? I'm not saying full nap, a little, little sip of coffee. Yep. Just breathe, get on the couch for a second and just sort of like almost, it's like, like almost falling asleep. I did that. Before this show you, you know what I mean Yeah I went up to my room
0: I was like I have an hour I could nap Or I could kinda nap Yeah Those work They work And yeah. you just go like It's okay Pete You ever try You're trying to fall asleep And you go This is still rest <laughs> Yeah That happens on a plane
1: Yeah On a plane It's very uh, I think I'm sleeping Right It doesn't count You can't remember uh, but that's, yeah, that's kind of what I used to eat And then after the show was done uh, By the way, a Canadian made show in a way, right? Lorne Michaels, right? Yes, yes I
0: mean, if he was real uh, you, you can claim a figment is from anywhere uh, True,
1: but it's a Canadian figment <laughs> I, How about this? Don't you think this city is very, like It's, uh, it's unanimous that everyone just loves this city? Montreal? It's one of those places.
0: It's like, I can clarify. Montreal?
1: Yeah. No, no, one's like, no one's like, well, I don't know. This is just one of those places that's like, oh, you have to go.
0: Yeah. No, people love it. It's, yeah. clo- it's close France.
1: Yeah, it's insane. I mean, the, as soon as I walked into the hotel, I thought they were being cute by speaking French. I was like, oh, they're really getting into this. They're really... They're really doing it up. And I was like, oh, no, they really... This is, like, the first language that they will... Right. Think. There's a locker room
0: on this floor, and I went in to, to urinate, and there was a man in a towel, and I forgot that they speak French here, so I mouthed high, because it was dead quiet in the locker room. So I went... Mm. <laughs> and then he mouthed bonjour, uh-huh. which, when you mouth it, looks like this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no now you're that's too much that's too much that's not what he was saying he did he mimed salad tossing (laughs) and it happened
0: do you eat ass (laughs) i was thinking about this today no one ate ass and now i feel like everybody eats ass yeah i mean no i'm sorry but everybody does it it's like all that was missing to get a nation of people to eat yeah. ass was videos of other people eating ass. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, okay, it's right there.
1: Yeah, yeah. But that, That's changed since the 1800s. You know, like just like awake. <laughs> right? Just same principle. I don't think my dad's generation was eating ass. No, they weren't doing it. I think back then it was just just straight. Meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes, yeah. Don't go. yeah. To the other buffet I think there's a lot of bathrobes In the 70s Bathrobes were popular A lot of bathrobes Handguns with pearl yeah. Pearl handles yeah. Handguns
0: Cigarettes and... Shag carpets But if you yeah. lick someone's butt At a 70s orgy They're like What the fuck is wrong yeah. with you Wait till the 2000s And now you can meet a couple From Utah And they're like I love getting in there Yeah 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 Clap if you eat asser. <laughs> <laughs> Clap really I want to know Aww Oh, I'm wrong. Or you're lying. <laughs> what is it? Five o'clock? This is Montreal. They'll eat your ass at a strip club here. <laughs> that was a spattering. I bet those are the same numbers as the 70s. Anyway, one time you were...
1: <laughs> I liked the lull. I, I, yeah. I, you know, I don't... I'm not a fan of when people in interviews are so good at it. Aren't? That When they are too good at it, oh. when they when they feel the lull coming and they 're just their their tone about stories and when they you know that like yeah i'm you know that's sort of like i 'm good at this, and i'm <laughs> and hand to God, me and Dan are uh we're going up, and we turn and uh and they're <laughs> Two dog owners. Not kidding. One, one, one. Not, not exact. You know I, I, that. Uh,
0: I always, I always feel that I don't have any stories like that. I don't. When either. people are like, "Do you have any stories?" I don't have any stories where I'm like, I open the elevator. It's Ray Liotta.
1: I don't have any (laughs) stories like that. I don't either. And I don't have that delivery of like, this is exciting. Uh, This is a real, you're going to love this. And and I'm so confident.
0: And I... I, We were saying, Mulaney has that, uh, two Mulaney references, but he has that great bit about how when you're young, you tell the full version of stories. And when you're older, you tell the short yes, person... Yes, yeah, it's true. And you were like, that's true. Now you just say, I got mugged in Amsterdam. Yeah. What is the long version of that?
1: Oh, um, and, uh, in the 90s, I was in a band, and we toured in uh, Europe, and we were in Amsterdam. And then uh, during the day, just walking around, in the main plaza, a guy turned around, because I was walking, and it's during the day, and it's crowded, and a guy... Turned around to me and smiled, which was very sort of middle of the day, middle of the day, crowded. And he smiled in a way that was very disarming. He's like, and he said, Hi, do you speak English? Oh no. And I so I walked right into him, and then he had a knife. And he's like, Give me your money. What, how big is this knife? Terminator 2, like this. No, like this. That's that's not a knife, that's a little. That's a triangle. Wait, is this for audio? Is this for audio? For... It's just for audio. Oh, so that's why my might... I'll do clicks for the uh, length of the knife. It works. It actually works. You don't understand, but it, in audio, <laughs> the number of clicks. What I did was I drew this and this. Yep. You know, as opposed to bayonet, which is that's like a bayonet, like you know. You know, little pocket knives are like, that's more. But anyway, this is more like this. Anyway, so he did that, and it was terrifying. It was terrifying very scary and very... He was so good at it. Just by smiling, he sort of drew me in. Yeah, I don't like that. It's a betrayal, obviously. Yeah. It's
0: a mugging, yeah. but don't be friendly about it. No. Don't give me the false hope of a new friend yeah, yeah. in a foreign land. Yeah. Oh, he's
1: showing me his knife collection. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No? And so he had it like this? Right at my stomach. And oh, was... he pointed it at you? Yeah, yeah. I was very scary. And then I, in a panic, just got, dug... Were it there my... people around? People around, but it just happens so fast. They're so good at it that... Yeah. They know how to make the moment, you know, and we should honor the criminals of the world. I, we should, because it is a craft and they, you know, and we've had mugging so much in our lives. So when are we going to turn around and go like, hey, this is a part of our life and they, they're good at what they do. I've thought about this. They must be nervous. They're nervous. Of course Afterwards, they're. they're like, you were pretty
2: good.
0: Yeah. I like did pretty good. Like, they're like, some, and somebody's fucked up. They're like, hey, wallet me give you. Oh, uh, shit.
1: Yeah. Or <laughs> gotten go hunched or, or the, you know, the cops and all that. So, that, oh, and the cops. That's the, their whole, their whole day is like, I have a work day today. I've got to avoid the police. Yep. I've got to find tourists. You never know where suckers. they are.
0: They're just roaming.
1: They're just roaming, and now also they don't have the uniforms on. You know, they're sort of under. We call that undercover in the states.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the guy that doesn't know what Canada. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. Undercover. Oh, Subway sandwiches. You know what I'm talking about? Subway Sandwiches, <laughs> cold cuts. That's like sliced meat. It's not always cold. You guys don't know what I'm talking about. Bonjour, bonjour. <laughs> you understand? I'm so sorry that happened to you.
1: Oh, you know what? No, we have to count our blessings because number one, I'm still alive. Yep. And Amsterdam, more importantly than that, Amsterdam thrives as a safe and beautiful city. And I wanted to talk to you guys about this. You got to come to Amsterdam, please. Bridges, boats, restaurants. Did Do you like take- restaurants? Do you like to Oh eat? my God. Great. Well, how about some Italian food? How about food from Suriname? From, there, there are Chinese restaurants there, Japanese restaurants. You are the king. <laughs> You're the king.
0: Do you want to be honest? Yeah. Do you want to sing a song and I'll follow you? Yeah. I just, <laughs> 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 what is it called? Rolling Hills. Rolling Hills. This is off our new album. Ro- it's it's a song called Rolling Hills. It's off the album called yeah. Fred and Pete.
1: And uh, it's... And you—you you might picture some of you have grown up around hills and stuff. It's so that from that childhood memory, of hills, when you're a kid, they seem so big. Is that a mountain? Uh, and then, but then as you turn older, you go, you know what? It's actually a hill. Rolling hills, rolling hills. hills. Rolling
3: hills, rolling hills,
1: rolling hills,
3: rolling
1: hills, rolling hills, rolling hills, and then it speeds up, rolling hills, rolling hills, rolling hills, rolling hills. Rolling hills, rolling hills, hills, hills Rolling hills, 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 hills Rolling hills, hills rolling hills. hills That's it, just that was, simple, simple, good. yeah
0: It was pretty good I like that very much I like that Do you want to follow me? Yeah What, what is this song called? Noah, what is this next song called? Anything you want <laughs> What did you have for breakfast? Drawing a blank. A donut. This song's about donuts. Have Have you ever been 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 in the mood mood for a delicious (laughs) donut? It's It's like like a a bagel, bagel but it's sugary and fried. (laughs) Crispy, frosted, (laughs) sprinkles on on top. (laughs)
1: Put your dick inside. inside It's it's a double (laughs) dick I love this song. <laughs> <laughs> then they have then the holes, holes, the little, little bitty holes. holes. They, they saved and them and when
0: they made the a donut, a now a day they day sell the
1: holes. Throw it, the hole.
0: Hole. throw it in your mouth while you're driving in, in the car, and you're taking off your pants because you're bored. You're taking off your pants because you're bored. You don't touch your ding because you
2: got to watch the road. Ten
1: and two. Ten and two. I know what you're hinting at. I know what you're hinting at with um, the donuts and I'll do it for everyone because yep. I never get sick of it because I, um, I love the fans. <laughs> Mage. Nope. Match. Nope. I want a donut. <laughs> Mage. I want a donut.
0: I, I only do crusty. <sighs> That's it. It's an essence, essence, all you need. essence-pression. Uh, Fred, thank you for doing this. Got everything You got to go. I
1: appreciate it.
0: Yeah, okay. that's everything that was on the sheet.
1: Yeah. Uh, Would you say keep it crispy because that's how we end? Uh, keep it crispy. And? And keep it even more crispy. <laughs> and I'm very happy to see you. I'm glad we got I to hang out. I love seeing you. And uh, hopefully I'll see you really soon. I'm so touched that you did it. Would you give it up for Fred Armisen?
0: Thank you. The hilarious Fred Armisen. Please take a... Please, thank. thank you. Thanks, Freddie. You're awesome. Freddie Arms. Freddie Arms. I play it cool, but that's a dream come true, to sing silly songs with Fred. We Val and I watch those videos over and over and over, so that... I was pretending that was not a big deal That was really fun <laughs> uh, You guys are awesome I'm so happy that you're here Let's just bring out the next guest It's Alonzo Boden. Alonzo Bowden Yeah, get in there Yeah, come around
2: Man Thank you Hello I- Hello everyone. Give yeah, give How it up doing? one more time. I forgot. What's up? You're a you're big, man. It's nice to look eye to eye with another comic. Yes. You're a tall man. Most yes. comics end right about here. <laughs> right? And they're like, Oh, you're so big, you're giant, but you've Yeah. Same size.
0: Yeah, we could take down some goats, living goats. Yeah,
2: I think so. And just eat them. I think so. Just eat some fucking goats. I'm up for that. My first thought
0: when I see you is, would you pick me up? And you know how little people will sometimes be like, will you crack my back? Yeah. And you shake them? No. That's never happened. You're heavy. Yeah, I can't do that. You know,
2: if you were were like a little skinny guy, maybe. Yeah. Would even that be a little weird?
0: No, I'm saying we'll do it in private.
2: That's not weird at all. I'm okay. With that. <laughs> I'm saying won't we'll close the doors and take off her clothes. Yeah. Yeah. JK. What you is- and me won't do any Brad Williams jokes. Brad Will- Yeah. You know like He's I've big- noticed Brad's becoming a prop. Here at the festival. You know Brad Williams? He's a dwarf. You know Brad Williams, little guy? A very funny dwarf. I'm saying too many people use him in their jokes, and I'm like, you know. I understand. He's got his own thing. It's a little bit easy. Yeah, yeah, like, it's too easy. I was doing the roast battle, and he was there,
0: and I thought of about a thousand dwarf jokes. Well, he's funny.
2: I mean, if well, you got oh, a dwarf, awesome. you want to use him. Yeah. Right? If you yeah, I said, what, is he going to beat me up? No, I, no. I love that guy. guy I love him, too.
0: I love him, too. How tall are you? I'm 6'3". 6'3". So how many Brad's is that? Uh, Two and a half. I'm just kidding. You guys backed away so fast. It is is funny how they get nervous. They do get nervous. Again,
2: I'm not going to say what's he going to (laughs) do. I actually think Brad could do some serious damage. Oh, it would be hilarious (laughs) to get... You know what I mean? Like, to get your ass whipped by a dwarf would just be funny. I think that would be a great story that you'd had like No matter time. how painful it was. I started some shit with a dwarf, who knew?
0: I wouldn't be that surprised if he took out nunchucks and like knew what to do with them. Yeah, he might. I he feel might. that way about Brad. He seems like he collects stuff that you buy <laughs> in the back of ninja magazines.
2: <laughs> what is Well, it? you're you're in New York, right? So I was I, Okay, so I grew up in New York and I don't know if they still have it. But they used to have these, like, random Chinese souvenir stores that you could buy any weapon you saw in a kung fu movie. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Like, you buy nunchucks and stars, and they were, like, real. And I was, like, 12, and I was like, I can buy that? And they were like, yeah. Yeah. It's only deadly. Thank you for not doing the accent. Um, No, I wouldn't.
0: It's too early, you guys haven't started drinking yet I'm in roast mode, so I want to say the offensive thing And you guys are like, we've had coffee I remember that we would. My parents would buy them for us We had ninja stars We had Size,
2: and we had wooden You said nunchucks Yeah, nunchucks, nunchucks whatever. I've heard that's nunchucka Well, that's deep that's, That might be a real name I call them uh, Michelangelo's <laughs> What does your shirt mean?
0: Why is Nike? uh,
2: I don't know. This, this, you know, people all ask me about this shirt. So it is a Nike shirt and it's got. But it looks redacted. And not looking. Yeah. It has a Nike swoosh and there's nothing. So I don't know if you're supposed to write your name in it or. Dude. You know what it might be? It might be for like this year's NBA free agency where no one knew where anyone was going to (laughs) play. Right. So you just buy shirts and wait to see who your team gets. And then just fill. fill it out. Yeah.
0: I remember some Nikes let you customize it. You can write a little thing on the back. Yeah. yeah and I t- I tried to get it to say Adidas. <laughs> and it just didn't. The website was like, yeah, we saw that coming.
2: Yeah, you, you weren't the first one. No, no. But I wonder, the first person who did it, how far up the chain, like, which child saw that and said, no, I'm not sewing it on. See? Yeah, I said it. I said it. I spend thousands of dollars a year at Nike. I can make fun of them.
0: Yeah. That is one of the things. I don't mean to get a little too real, but that is one of the things. I know what they're good with Kaepernick, right? Right, yeah. So they've done some good things. And we're all like, we know how you make
2: them, guys. Yeah. So how do we reconcile yeah. with that? I, you know, um, I'm, I'm okay with it. What am, what am I supposed to say? Honest, no, Dude, he, that listen. is so funny. Here's it's fucked thing. up, but it's funny. This this is the thing, and and I was thinking, like, I can't keep up with how much shit I'm supposed to boycott. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like I can't. I don't even know day to day, like who did what that I'm supposed to hate you for having done that or not do business with you for having done that. So right. you know, if if you tell me that Nike has done some bad shit like yeah okay but i'm not gonna stop wearing night. like like apple has done some bad Dude. shit right but but you guys know you I listen gonna... to the
0: podcast i bring up apple all the time there was that npr story where they exposed the conditions in shangjang am i saying that right where they make them and they're terrible but then they found out the journalists embellished some of the facts but right. then they just threw out the whole story, and that was just because we we're like,
2: yeah, I want to keep using my iPad. Yeah, yeah, you got, you know, an iPad, an iPhone, an iDis, IDAT. like, am I supposed to throw all that away and start over, you know? And then, and then I do that, and then we find out and- Android's done some foul shit, and then I'm like, well, son of a bitch. Right. I didn't have to learn a new operating system. <laughs> There's no Tom shoes right? of phones. This is so, what yeah. you're saying. So, so I, don't, I don't know. So, yeah. So I, I wear Nike shit, you know. Also, like big-ass feet. You know what I mean? They make big-ass shoes. they yeah. like, yeah, we make shoes for basketball players. We got some big-ass shoes. I'm like, I like that. That's why I fuck with oh, Lulu. you supposed to wear Tom McCann's? Yeah. Look, they don't even know what those are. Tom McCann's? Yeah, that's how old that reference was. That's why I thought it would work in that joke. And... Like, it would be Nothing. fun
0: that we remembered Tom McCann's in that yeah. moment. pro-kids. Like
2: yeah. Pro, there got to be some brothers in here. <laughs> White people now remember. There's some black people here like pro-kids. I remember pro-kids,
0: yeah. Pro-kids?
2: Pro-kids. In the, in the 70s, you had kids, then you had pro-kids. They were a step above. Was it for better librarians? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> kids were never cool. Kids were all pro right. pro Kids were cool? Yeah. Yeah. Is that? Does anyone in here old enough, remember pro-keds? Oh, Jeff Ross is here. Thank you.
0: Man, he can make it meaner. You want to get up here and be mean? You're welcome if you want. Jeff Ross, get up here and be mean. All right. This show is not mean enough. I'm doing mean shit. I, can I say we've been doing the roasts? Jeff Ross, everybody. Thanks, man.
2: Have you done any of the roasts? No, but Jeff hasn't. (laughs) There you go. Don't you dare. That is what comedy
0: is. That is why George Burns smoked a cigar. A cigar is fuck everybody. That's what a cigar is. There's children
2: here, Mean Pete. I know. Well, they've got to learn from someone. They probably made your Nikes. No, they're Canadian. All right. How
4: old are you guys? 10 and 12. Well, 10 and 12.
2: Uh, you look three and six.
4: <laughs> I haven't roasted any kids in a while. <laughs> Let them have it. What a nice surprise. Yeah, no,
0: I, I, you can co-host the show with me. Fuck around. Oh, good. I'm having so much. What I was going to say was doing the roast feels like, I don't know, it's like an exorcism of
2: nastiness. Instead well, he's, of like, in, he's invited me, so next year, next season, I'm going to do Roast Battle. I think Alonzo yeah. would be a, next season I'll be I'll be ready. I'm gonna train. Yeah. Let me get ready. I mean I know how to talk shit about people, so I feel somewhat honored to be invited by the master. And I like Mean Pete. Yeah, mean I Pete's saw fine. that the other oh, night. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. I saw you doing mean Pete. You were talking shit you were talking shit to Blake Griffin. I was enjoying that. Yeah. I'm roasting him tonight. Uh, yeah, let him have it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm gonna need a huge Pete, oven. <laughs> I'll be there.
4: For Pete's fans who don't know I was off the (laughs) cuff. Your podcast fans might not know, but Pete has a rarely seen alter ego (laughs) called Mean Pete that I've been inviting to the Roastmasters Invitational Tournament here every night. And he just sort of appears every now and then as Mean Pete.
0: There's something about it. It's not healthy to have all that mean talent. And just leave it like my mom. My mom doesn't say any mean shit. Like, let it out. Let it out, Irene. It's cathartic. It's cathartic. Yeah. It is cathartic. Every night I, I, I walk home
4: feeling lighter. And, and I will say there's not one person Mean Pete has ever made fun
2: of that he's not friends with that he doesn't admire. So it can cross them. the line. But that's the whole thing with roasting, right? You, it's affectionate. You know, you love him and then you yeah. trash him. You're roasting
4: Blake Griffin tonight. Do you want to give a preview or? Yeah, I could. But don't tell him if you see him,
2: okay? Is he here? I don't no. want him to get my... No, he's not here. He... Is he uh... here? Like you wouldn't spot him. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking 6'10 ginger. Is he here? <laughs> he's no, not here. He, he's hiding behind Brad Williams. Oh, my God. You're funny. You're so funny.
0: Let me see what I got. I don't follow sports, but it is a dream to roast him. I've always wanted to roast an orange banana rolled in pubes. <laughs> Where is it? Oh, here's wrong file. Wrong file. Here we go. Here we go. You guys can help me if you got any. Um, Blake has big dick energy, and I don't mean that anatomically. <laughs> nope. Nope.
4: I roast battled Blake Griffin on Comedy Central last year, and he got me good. Really? Um, He looked at my bald head, and he said, looks like we both got fucked over by the Clippers.
0: I was going to say, like, you look like an action star that let himself go. (laughs) You look like Vin Donuts. (laughs) I'm using that one tonight, Vin Donuts, the fat and the furious.
2: (laughs) See, I'm good at roasting. I'm just going to back up. (laughs) Wait, why why am I up here? (laughs) White on white crime He invited you to be mean And he's destroying you Oh, what do Blake Griffin and Kathy Griffin Have in common?
4: What?
0: They both have red hair They're both trying to be funny And both of them will never, ever win An NBA championship
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Blake Griffin, if you don't know He was traded to Detroit So now he's the worst city The worst shooter in the world's most violent city I kind of fucked that up, but you get it.
0: I liked it. And he's a black man with freckles. He looks like the product of one of Morgan Freeman's early sexual assaults.
2: Keep that. Keep got that That's one. That's hot. That's hot. Deliver that last. All right, stop. Stop. Save it. save it. I'll save, save it. I'll save it. Come tonight. I got nine more. That, that is...
4: You only need
0: three. Mean Pete, I know. ladies and mean gentlemen. Mean Pete. Yeah. I don't know. I like it, Mean Pete. It feels you're a sweetheart, but when I saw you on stage... You'll go there. You yeah. roasted oh, your manager
2: in this room. It killed me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I roast him whenever I do the awards show because I have a. That my, was great. You were I, all It my. killed me. You it's, said he it, was sitting alone? Yeah. Yeah. It was, my manager sits alone because he's trying to recruit another client. So <laughs> last, last year, last year, he signed a guy named Leclerc. I don't even know Leclerc's last name. He, he's a black kid, light skinned, six foot six, right? Beautiful. And it's like there's nothing worse than watching your agent sign a younger, better looking version of you. Like there's no no quicker sign your career's over. And this year, the son of a bitch sent me to Saudi Arabia. Your manager did? Yeah. <laughs> to do well, what? <laughs> what? 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 Drill? I needed to work. No, I, yeah, I went. I went to Saudi Arabia to do comedy. It? it? It was very interesting because they, this was this was the first thing they they tell you everything you can't say, right? So it, it's no politics, no religion, no uh, no sex. What if they're like no, no race drugs, <laughs> No, really. No no alcohol. No Jews. No cursing. <laughs> However, they were okay with the word nigger, and I was like, wait a minute. Wait, all those rules, but that one slips through? Yeah, there was a black MC and he's like, Man, these niggas I was like, wait a no. You can't allow that word to be okay. Well it but means Jew over there. <laughs> so uh but yeah, it was it was um it was comedy in a culture that doesn't know comedy.
0: Is that what it was?
2: So that that's what made it weird. They they were it was hey. a room like this. And, you know, it's 500 seats and we got about 60 people there and maybe 20 of them had seen a comedy show in the United States. And the others were just kind of like, well, it's a tent. It's a show. Let's see what they do. So we had to figure out how to make them laugh. You know, them not knowing what you know, it's just one guy on stage and they really didn't know what it was. So it it was a fun challenge to, to do it. But it was definitely a weird gig. Yeah. Did they like... I, I always get a they, little bit... They liked the attempt. Okay? Because, I mean, some jokes they didn't get, or, you, you know, you, you, we didn't... I didn't... Obviously, I couldn't do any of my material. Like, they, I've looked at their list, and I was like, well, there goes the act. So I was, I was joking with them. What like, do you
4: mean? They didn't know who Brad Williams was?
2: They didn't know who... <laughs> I know it's okay because I did do a Michael Jordan joke and they thought I was him, which made that one work so much better. I'm wearing but, your shoes. There you go. <laughs> but but no, like like these these kids here. Like the, we had full families there, right? So you you had mom and the three kids and dad were at the show and you, you're like, this is even weirder now. Because it's eleven o'clock at night and you have like a six and an eight year old, and I was like, "Horrible parents are worldwide." You know, but what I said, they laughed when I said that. They they understood (laughs) what I was saying that that was a joke. So, how the money did it pay? Well, yeah, that's why I went. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Why do you think? I mean, come on, Jeff.
4: Did you wear the traditional outfit?
2: Yeah, Nikes and jeans. (laughs) I wore traditional black shit no they they um and I, and I learned about some things about the clothing, right, so the burkas I didn't know this they we see every all the women wearing black burkas, but if you have if you have more money, more color was added to the burkas, so you see some people they were and then we went to the mall and and if I don't know if you guys have been to the Middle East, but if you go to the Middle East, normally when they take you to the mall, it's super high end designer. You know Prada and Louis Vuitton, but we went to like the Target level mall. You know, like like the ordinary mall, and there was a Victoria's Secret there, and I was like, "This is the weirdest shit." Like, like okay, maybe they're wearing this under the burkas, but to think that they're shopping, and I wanted to see who went into Victoria's Secret, and then I thought about how creepy would that shit be. For me to just be standing outside of Victoria's Secret waiting to see who's going in. I'm like, that that has to violate some law, so I don't Business know must be there. good
4: because if you're wearing a burka and you go to Victoria's Secret, you don't have to wait for a dressing room.
2: That's true. That's you true. You brought wearing, it with you. You're wearing your own curtain. Yeah.
0: I didn't get it, and I loved it. <laughs> Let's bring out the next comedian. I don't want to run out of time. Do you know that you? Uh, we'll just move down, but obviously you're going to stay. Clap for Alonzo Bowden, who's going to stay.
2: Thank you. This is obviously,
0: fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just move down. Just stop knocking over shit. We're going to bring out the next comedian. Unbelievable. I was listening to his, uh, his music on Spotify on the way here. He was killing me. Give it up for the very funny. Chris Fleming, everybody. Chris Fleming. Ah, what a sweetie. Chris. What's up? Chris? Hi, everybody. I, it sounds like you might not know who Chris Fleming is. Chris Fleming is one of the funniest people in the world. He's unbelievable. Based, I, based
3: on the tepid response when you announced me? Well. <laughs> or maybe they just resent me.
0: I didn't... I Well, we were talking about this backstage. I wasn't sure... How popular you are! I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm
3: finding myself uh, to be quite popular among women who own lizards.
0: <laughs> and don't you have like a big, uh, like a queer following? Is it? Aren't you? Uh, oh,
3: big time! Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, how yeah. did that happen? Oh, I, I couldn't explain how that happened. Um, <laughs> I, I, I have a lot of a lot of
4: uh, fans. Let's ask the kids. Oh yeah. The, How do you think he got a big queer
2: following? (laughs) Ah, forget it. Wouldn't it be great if they had an answer? (laughs) Like if they just broke out analytics and said, well, amongst the queer community.
0: (laughs) But you do, you have a lot of, you and I both performed at Leslie College in Boston. Oh yeah Remember I watched you in that thing Where we were talking about how colleges are getting a little bit more sensitive
3: The Vice News hit piece the Vi- Was that what it was? Did
0: they- oh you didn't get yeah, no, it Yeah no
3: it was, you're right It was oh. a hit piece against me They tried to make me look um, like a You know kind of like a, like a liberal square kind of Oh
0: interesting Yeah I just thought you were so funny I honestly was just like What a great piece for Chris Oh good okay. I, I, that's, that's what
3: good. I took away from it The but- interviewer was violently vaping in between every take <laughs> That was my big memory from it
0: I can't yeah. But colleges love you And they're kind of getting More sensitive is the word on the street And they love you Well, I just don't think they like hack
3: Like Borscht Belt um, Like Catskills comedy anymore. Jeff you should leave <laughs> 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 No no no. Jeff please uh, before oh, this Jeff, gets you worse have, you You're going
0: to want to take no. off
4: <laughs> This is not a college it's fine
0: I know, I know. Um, but, but they do, I love what you do. You bring a lot of positivity to it. Oh, thank you. You wear fabulous big boots and wild stuff, and you perform these incredible songs about, yes. like, uh, I love your song about what is it? Uh, <laughs> oh. Grad school.
3: Uh, The grad student shuffle. The grad
0: student shuffle. Yeah. Okay. Why don't don't you tell? Would you mind telling the people some of the steps of the grad student shuffle? So
3: it's um, it's like the cha-cha slide, but it's for grad students. So it's like um, uh, stand tall. Okay. Walk, walk home with radishes. Stand tall and look mindful. Even though you're addicted to porn. Come on. Uh, call yourself a community organizer, even though you're not in speaking terms with your roommates. <laughs> and there's a lot of saucy dance moves um, that I can't do from this perched position right now.
0: Well, you're very physical. Yes. But didn't you start in Boston? I did. I think it's so interesting that I look at my... My hometown is not necessarily a place accommodating to such a, a wild act, you know what I mean
3: yeah, we have a lot of we well, the comedy of studio it was the only place like if i I would get swirlied around the clock if I went anywhere else <laughs> besides that did you say swirlied swirled yeah, like when you get your head stuck in a toilet and they flush you know it 's like see
2: i didn 't know that okay <laughs> really i 've never been swirlied okay, I, uh, I was big as a child,
3: <laughs> yeah. It's something that was big at Rydell High, I think. <laughs> Are Swirly's a thing? Well, I played Eugene in a production of Grease, and it really, it really radicalized every parent. It brought out the worst in every parent in the audience. They were so... Because it glorifies and celebrates and encourages bullying, uh, Grease. And every time I would get kind of punched and I would do a cartwheel, the parents would just be voracious. They'd be
0: like, Yes! Really? Adam. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I don't know Greece well enough to know that.
3: Oh, sorry. I, I, sh- I got to stop talking about Greece so much. <laughs> it's like all I think about.
0: <laughs> Do you love
3: Greece? Yeah, what I love is the ending when Danny Zuko uh, sees Hot Sandy at the fair and he has he has a break with reality. <laughs> and his and his reaction, his, his primal urges ...are so extreme, they almost read as grief.
2: (laughs) I hate hate to be stereotypical, but this is the whitest shit I've ever heard. (laughs) I have no idea what you two are talking about right now. It's just... Jeff, can you help me at all? Can you You play a translator? You you know all the songs from... Go grease lightning. I've heard grease lightning, That's Tell me
4: more, tell me more. Did she put up a fight... It's I got
3: a on prom night. You'd think. Who let the dogs,
2: dogs out? Who, who, who No, I heard Who Let the Dogs Out. <laughs> but what's the name, but so, what's the name of that song? it was a little different What's the
3: name of that song? It goes like, Who Let the Dogs Out? That is so funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is that? So, what is the name of Who Let
2: the Dogs Out? Does Bro, anyone know that, that song? song? I, think I, I think it's called. Hur, hur. Yeah. If you want, I I could do a different episode, Pete. I can can come back on another night if you'd prefer.
0: Not to have you represent the black community, but black people in musical theater, go
2: ahead. You mean like The Wiz? (laughs) Yeah, we've done that. Yeah, we took The Wizard of Oz and made it cool as shit think like, that's what down. we do bubbling brown sugar stuff like that like we yeah there, there, there is black musical theater you gotta get the fuck out of Boston <laughs> I don't know why uh, there's but no, not more Greece, of no Grease I am not like I remember that John Travolta did the movie that's that's yep. the extent I got no, no disrespect to what you do but that conversation I'm sitting between the two of you oh I don't like, do Greece. I mean I'm not in Greece. Oh. I just no I
3: just wa- I just watch it sometimes all right. On planes. I'm going to have to watch it. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can disrespect my appreciation of Greece.
2: No. No, it's fine. Well, listen, it's, Chris, it's I'm fine. just meeting you, and I love you. I, <laughs> you just, you got a great talent vibe, and I've, you know, no doubt. Thank you. Yeah, you it. do. You do. You're like a cool guy. I'm, I'm very cool with that. It's I'm just, worried about where now this now is and going. And okay. Have you ever, have you like, ever this been? This is a butt statement. No, but have you ever been around a conversation yeah. where people are talking, and you're like, I know you're talking about something. Mm-hmm but i have no idea what it is i have no well
3: as this has been going on what has been kind of just traversing through my subconscious uh, is what happened to all these mic stands
0: yeah i tossed them
2: aggressively at the beginning wow
3: this room punk
2: this room i don't know if you were at the award show this room is not good for mic stands no did that happen what happened? I set the mic down. They told me to set the mic on the table. Uh-huh. And you know, because I opened with a handheld mic, and then there's a podium, and I set it on the table, and it fell off. And I said, "Is there anyone with a mic?" Stand? And like, no technician, nothing, Nobody reacted. They were just like, "No, just leave the shit on the floor." <laughs> and and I was like, and i I was like, can we get a mic stand? And they were all looking at me like, "What is this mic stand you speak of?" You know, in a room full of stand-up comics, nobody thought, like, oh, we should probably have a stand for that thing. Maybe they were the walkers. You know, the walkers for the... They're, oh, walkers. Yeah, yeah. The walkers. Are who you walk getting us walked? Doesn't
3: that sound like yeah. something out of folklore? Yes. <laughs> have yeah. you been... I see that no one's... You were... I stopped wearing my badge because I didn't like what it was doing. It changed my personality. The power went to my... I was saying things like, what's up, buddy? <laughs> I've also been unable to sleep here because I, it's like the shining, this hotel, in that, but instead of like the ghosts of the past, it's just a lot of male WME agents uh, that I, I'm absor- like a, a lot of guys who are wearing jeans and blazers which is the universal uniform of someone who's trying but failing to have an affair <laughs> <laughs> and so I've just been kind of tossing around with that in my psyche so I'm a little that's why I look like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got a sign Orty Adams
0: <laughs> good Paul okay I, you and I was saying backstage have a similar bit that whenever me and Val are invited to another couple's house to play a board game, Val Kilmer, <laughs> I, I call him Val. He's a friend. Yeah, he's a friend. No, my wife. We go to a, a couple's house. They're like, "Come over and play uh, cards against humanity." Right. When you're playing. Oh, you're like, oh, this is
3: so boring. Are they trying to fuck us? <laughs> right. Well, it's a very, I I hate, it's a very conspiracy vibe. Yes. Like, they've planned this. It's a very... They're refilling your drink every five seconds, like, oh, get loose. It's worse than... Do you like Meredith? It's worse than polyamory. Yes. It's much worse.
0: Well, that is why I brought it up, because it's in, you say, what is the line? You say it. The opening line of The chorus? No, the opening thing about about your...
3: Well, the opening line... Uh, just because. Well, it's too like a kind of a botched Depeche Mode song that I made with with Logic. Uh, but it's, uh, just because I have bad hair doesn't mean that I'm polyamorous. <laughs> 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 and there's some really good dancing that, again, I'm restricted to. Uh, you definitely just. look like a guy who went to an orgy by himself. <laughs> oh, come
2: on, Pete! <laughs> Me, I me, was me.
0: Looking me for a good me. eight
3: hours of sleep tonight, and now I'm gonna not get that. I'm just gonna be tossing and turning thinking no. about that. Do You're you... like Hannibal Lecter. It's so funny. I, after the roasts, everybody goes
0: backstage, and I'm watching everyone that got roasted go,
3: Can I have that
0: for themselves?
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, so. I think, if it's, I think if it's an act of violence, like a line of, if someone's uh, uh, like attacking you, that should become your property, right? Absolutely. I think that, that right. If it hurts your feelings, it's yours. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm not going to use that though. You don't have to. I B- don't want just because I, I'm going to. I'm going to try and move on from it, <laughs> so I can keep going. When
0: I was listening to your stuff, uh, yes. and this is going to sound like a roast joke, but you seem like a big fan of Weird Al, I, I, right? Oh,
3: surprise! I mean, I you're not. Yeah, I I, 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 I love Weird Al. I just don't. I'm not very well versed with Weird Al's uh, back catalog.
2: Do you think if you listen to him more? Mm-hmm. It would affect what you do. Like as, like as a comic, there are certain comics I don't want to listen to because I'll start doing them. Do you think if you were to listen to Weird Al, you'd start working in his style or something?
3: Right. I, I don't think it's that necessarily. I mean, possibly. A, a lot of my, none of my musical comedy um, is like, it, none of it rhymes, it's very arrhythmic, and
0: right? Botched. That's kind of the joke part of the Yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. was making me laugh every time that it was. Uh, it was almost like stand up to music,
3: right? Because yeah. I started doing that kind of when I was tired. Am I cutting Jeff out of this? I'm sorry.
4: Uh, I'm just a surprise guest. Okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm just excited about your your two biggest fans in the front. <laughs> they look just like you. These two people. Your posture keeps getting oh, these better every yeah. time I look. Do you mind me. standing up and waving just for a second? Wait, who? Yeah. Both of you Oh, we're identical Look
3: <laughs> Wow, I mean Oh my goodness Well, wait Are you familiar with my with my work? Okay, wonderful uh, Are you? Yeah That's most Your of, phlegm heads? <laughs> most of my fan base looks very much like me It, it always looks kind of like a Warby Parker meetup
4: I did a double take when you walked out. I was like, those two people look like this. Yeah, oh, yeah. Are you also a Chris Fleming fan? Yeah. Oh Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: I love it. But hey, you're a bigger you.
4: Weird Al fan, right? <laughs> you also love Weird Al. You yeah. get that the way I get Don Rickles. Everyone assumes I am I'm love Don Rickles, and I do. I'm respectful. Unlike you, you're a dick to Weird Al.
3: Oh, shit. Was I a dick? No, I'm
4: kidding around.
3: Oh, I love Weird Al. I just... Yeah. Well,
0: you don't parody music. No, you're more like Bo, right? Um, we don't have to say you're like anybody, but you're more in the vein. I of see Beau. myself as a Stevie Nicks figure.
4: <laughs> My favorite.
3: You like stand back? Stand back, stand back. You know, yeah, Prince you like love. came into her apartment or condo in like the middle of the night and made that synth part. Really? Yeah, on her honeymoon. Wow. Wow. Or maybe I dreamt that. I don't know. <laughs> And then she used Prince as a dildo.
0: <laughs> I would love to be Prince. Anything you do is a story. You could just go in someone's apartment, make toast, not eat it, and moonwalk out. People would be like, my life was never the same. It was pre-Prince and post-Prince from that time. <laughs> yeah.
2: You would, would you ever use a toaster again? If Prince just came in the middle of the night... Made toast. I think that toaster goes into a glass case. Yeah. You laminate it. Never to be touched again. Absolutely not. You got princed.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I regret to inform you got princed. You got princed. That's a Michael
0: Che. I say Che. It's Che. Michael Che. Like Wolverine's claws coming out. Michael Che. Uh, He told that story that he was at a party. Jeff, you must have a story like this. He was at a party with Jack Nicholson. Does anyone remember who else it was? Who was it? Oh, I thought you knew. It was like Jack Nicholson and somebody else, these really, really famous people, and everyone was paying attention to them, and then Prince walked in, and no one gave a fuck about them. <laughs> and we were like, you uh-huh. got prince
4: Yeah. You were Prince. And he's like, eh. <laughs> One time I was at a, a nightclub, and Prince was in his own VIP section by himself, like 20 feet from the general public, and everybody who went in and out of the club had to just stare at him. And that was his whole night
0: That becomes wow. the show If Prince yes. is sitting alone In a roped off area You're like One is time this he is?
4: came over To my house and made toast
0: <laughs> <laughs> Prince We should bring out The last comic And then we'll all talk About God and weird stuff Is that cool? Sure uh, Yeah We'll bring out The last count. She is so funny She's here right? Oh yeah oh, Okay oh, give was. it up for the- I'm blown away By this comedian One of the funniest People I've ever seen Give it up for Sam J. Everybody Sam Yeah ah! They played bad to the bone for you, Sam.
5: That was nice of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you guys know Sam? Sam is fucking killing it.
5: Oh, thank you.
0: She's a writer on SNL. One of the writers, is this true, Sam? You were running, one of the writers of one of my favorite sketches of all time, Black Jeopardy. Is that true?
5: Uh, I, the one with Chad Mc, Chadwick Bozeman, yeah.
0: So that was the second one.
5: I don't know how many. There was a lot of them. There's been a lot of them. There was
0: a Tom Hanks one. There was a Tom
5: Hanks. I had nothing to do with that. Oh, okay. So Che and Tucker were writing those before I got there. Che. Che.
4: <laughs> In France, it's
2: Che. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, like shea butter.
5: I think his last name's Campbell.
2: <laughs> well, that ruins that.
0: <laughs> I, I don't want to get too serious, but because you're here and I watch you do your set, you did my show with me. You were one of the guests on uh, Pete Holmes and Friends, and you just destroyed. And I was watching you, and I, I just – it's a serious question, so forgive me. But how do you go about writing your material? Because it really sounds like you're just hanging out with friends, and I don't understand how you do it.
5: Don't be that guy, Pete.
0: I'm that guy. I um, want to know your process. Are you writing? Do you just improvise?
5: Uh, Yeah, I write. I write and then I just keep it breezy. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill myself. All right. <laughs> I regret I regret this very much.
5: <laughs> it's okay. Um I'll give I'll give you immediate. I write and then I just try to, you know, remember it should feel like when I'm having a conversation with friends because that's when I'm at my funniest. Right. So I just try to keep it. Cash, so I don't try to override things, so that right. I can just kind of play around.
0: That's what that's what I'm really struck by, and I know you're a big, or at least I think I heard that you're a big Patrice fan. You remind me of Patrice.
5: I'm not a big Patrice fan. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> people always bring him up. Uh, I I saw Elephant in the Room, and I thought it was really great, but I didn't really watch him before that. And um, once people started making the comparison so much, I had no interest in watching more of it.
0: Right. So I, I, was, I just
5: haven't But I, I, I don't I believe He's Like I watched Elephant In the room And I was like Holy shit You yeah, know yeah, But I right. wasn't like I'm not I couldn't tell you Anything off of Mr. P I'm like not one of those Right I understand That's and why Best week I, ever I liked him on best week ever
0: That's why I asked you Your process Because he was one of those guys That reminds me of you And I'm like I just don't know Where this is coming from It just seems so natural
5: From my ball sack Boop
2: <laughs> <laughs> mm,
5: From the nuts
2: And you thought You fell awkward before <laughs>
0: Sam, you are um, a lesbian?
5: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What's going on there?
5: Um, <laughs> you know? Uh,
4: you made a weird P. <laughs> uh, this
5: and this. Um, I'm in love and shit, I guess, you know? I got a girl. I'm doing it. I'm trying to be. Great girl. Are you great, seeing somebody?
0: Great girl. You seeing somebody? In yeah,
5: yeah, I'm in love, you know? Yeah. For whatever that was worth. Thanks.
0: Well, because we're both I know you were married. I hope it's not weird to bring it up. We're both in the <laughs> yep. divorce club. Yep, yep. She talks about it on stage. I'm not like s- sabotaging her. You have, some, <laughs> you have some really, really funny stuff about it. Yeah. I'm always curious how much the comedy of it got in the way. Like when you were doing those bits, how did your partner feel about that? Was that part of the problem or was she okay with
1: it?
5: Um, I don't know. At the, at the time when I started writing about the divorce, she was kind of like not a part of my life. I mean, I've done, I did bits about her. I don't think the comedy was the problem. Uh, I think the problem was that we didn't like each other very much. And
0: when did that show itself? Do you? Uh, the moment maybe where you like, were like Uh-oh. six
5: months into the marriage, I was like, oh, I don't like her, and I don't think she likes me, and so we probably shouldn't be doing this.
0: Was there a moment?
5: No, it was just like, you can see when someone like, you ever have someone look at you with disgust, but they don't know that, you know, they're looking, they're look, it was like that. It was just like, I would catch her looking at me like, oh, and I was like, she hates me. I'm sure of it. But I hated her too. So don't feel bad for me. I was like, bitch, I don't like you either. This is shared sentiment. So, But it was a quick marriage, right? You it was, we got married really fast. Fe- okay, man, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I started, yeah, I started, I started we got married with quick. Craft. We got married quick. We were, uh, you know, we did it lesbian style. Met in February, got married in June, you know. Oh, wow. Shut the fuck up, Chris.
3: <laughs> I was just crunching those numbers.
5: <laughs> Bro, I, I mean, I was just in a space. That's only I was one solstice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I was in a space. I was 33. I didn't think I was going to ever meet anyone. You know, this job kind of gets to you. And I was like, I don't want to die alone. And I was like, she's suitable. Yeah. I'm like, We're both like the that, same TV.
2: That's surprising to me. The, the whole, <laughs> no, the, the, I don't want to die alone thing. So being lesbian, it's the same thing. Cause I get like, <laughs> I meet women and they have that thing and they go, like, oh, do you want, do you want to die alone? I'm like, I don't really give a shit. But with yeah, women man. it seems to be a thing so regardless of orientation Well because is I don't think guys a thing look or what?
5: Guys don't look about, think about the big picture. Like I think we're like, I don't give a shit if I die alone. You're just assuming like, I'm walking, then I'm dead, and who cares if I'm not with anybody. Sam. But when I think about it, I'm like, you're going to be like shitting on yourself and shit, bro. You're going to be old, and you're going to want someone to clean your shit and care. You ain't going to want to just be laying in your own shit and piss and just be like, oh, I was too shitty of a person to find somebody. So now I'm alone in my shit and my piss, and that's okay with me.
2: Sam. Honestly, I'm a black man in my mid-50s. I got like 10 years left.
5: Right, so you better hurry up and find somebody. You know
2: what I'm saying? So at this point, at this point, I'm like, fuck it. I'll just go.
5: You got to hurry up and lock it I down, got, baby. I got
2: nieces and nephews, and I told them the top line of my will is blank. <laughs> so whoever steps up when I'm old, they're just going to fill their name in and get my shit.
3: Do you have this instinct? Whenever I get sick, I, wanna, like, I almost feel like I want to go out in the woods. And be alone, like I when I when I when I'm trying, very levitical. I th- I throw up in the yard. It depends on you, the type of sick. But I, there is some sick where I like to want just, to retreat. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to. I don't want people to see me like, like a dog. Like a dog. I think dogs mm-hmm. do that, which is dogs so do sad. Do that.
5: They go die alone because
2: they don't want to burden yeah. like they, Alonzo. Yeah. yeah they,
3: <laughs> no, I get that. I get
2: that. <laughs> I just I just never really planned for like, hey, hey you look cute. You want to hang with me when I'm pissing and shitting on myself? <laughs> I'm going to need somebody. That's exactly how I think. You kind of missed out on my best (laughs) years, but. (laughs) Where on the list is someone to clean my shit and
0: piss in the motivation to get married?
5: Uh, Third. (laughs) (laughs) Third.
2: Third. Now, Alonzo, you're a good looking, successful man. Never thought about it. Uh, I thought about it. There was one time I almost got married and then in retrospect, I'm so glad I didn't. Oh, I'm really kind of relieved that you weren't like and I really wish I had. No. No, I'm Julie! No. <laughs> Julie Tenuda! It was Julie. Tenuda. I've, I've had enough. I've had enough phenomenal women in my life to know it's me. That's good. You know what I'm saying? Like That's I solid, can't you. I can't say it was them. It's like no, this this one was great, this was the, well, what's the common denominator? Oh. You know, so but it was you. It was what is me. You, what, it was is you said, what do you do? Absolutely. Help the people. Me. What are the blind spots? Um The long, like you were talking about the long term plan. I never think of that. I never think of like, what's it going to be like to be with this person for a long time? Um I, because my mind just doesn't work that way. You're in, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> and well, uh, I also expected
5: also, to be this, dead this, by now. No,
2: this is, this is what happens to me. I'm like. Okay, if I'm in a relationship, like now, oh shit, what am I supposed to do? Like you were talking about being married and going out on card night and playing, you know, board games with a friend and shit. I'm like, well, I can't, like, I'm not going to do it. I don't know what I'm supposed to do in that role. So if we're hanging out and we're having a good time and everything's cool, I'm fine with that. But now when you want to define it, then I'm suddenly like, oh shit, what are the rules now? What am I supposed to do? You know, and then the other thing is, I'm a road comic. Like this, this is, that's how I work. And, and women want you around, you know, and, and I tell them, like, look, you know, you, this guy's going to be home at six o'clock. I'm going to be home Tuesday. Right. And, and I tell women, that's my life. And they're like, oh, it's okay. Cause when I meet them, usually I'm not on the road. And then I go to work. And then they're like, holy shit, you're never here. And I'm like, yeah, I told you that. Like that's how my life works i <laughs> that, wasn't I that wasn't scared lying me the you. way you said that yeah, Well, I told you that well no because, <laughs> because this I'll I'm take, sorry, I love you yeah. you shouldn't have, you fucked it up. <laughs> you're like a vampire this no, this is what it, and it, it's really weird and women I 'll meet women, I love professional women, women doing something with their life, this and that, right, so you got your life. I got my life. Then we get together, and suddenly you're like, well, what are we doing Wednesday? What are we doing Thursday? And I'm like, well, what the fuck did you do Wednesday before you met me? Like, I got shit to do yeah. on Wednesday. So it's nothing against you. I, you know. You're a bad be, boyfriend. Be, I'm a horrible boyfriend. <laughs> that's what Now, now <laughs> that's I'll tell you, Sam. <laughs> you want to get ice I'm cream? No, I'm no, what did you do but, before yeah, I was here? You got your own ice cream without me? <laughs> Eat it alone! TCB, why are you asking me this shit? <laughs> Sam, I will tell you, this is you what I am. You want to have sex? I'm, what did you do before? <laughs> you jerk your this, dick. just There's jerking when they're in the room. Leave <laughs> <know>, me alone! <laughs> I know where I, what I'm good. I'm good as a break from your reality, right? It, it, like, you, we can go on trips. I travel. I do all kinds of you shit. Wanna, I'm, like, fun. I'm that, And I'm known... For gifts, they're like yeah. Like I had one girlfriend. She said he ain't shit, but he gives really good gifts. You're
5: Richard Gere in so Pretty
2: Woman. I, 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 yeah, <laughs> he's always, he's so, always closing the box man. before they I'll can be, grab I'll it. Be, I'm, a, I'm a break from reality that will get you nice shit. You want to be the bachelor? You're fun. <laughs> I am. You're fun in a helicopter. I am. I'm fantastic in a helicopter. Uh, and
0: then when it's just Tuesday and they want to tr- uh, binge Stranger Things, you're like, I got to be in Boise. Yeah. shit. What is your blind spot, Stranger Chris, thing. in love? In My blind spot in love? Yeah. D- not, not to tease you, but just to talk about <laughs> it for helpfulness.
3: Um, oh, I, I have several blind spots. Um, uh, slight narcissism. Yeah. Um, How does that mean? I never know why, what I'm feeling or why I'm feeling it. That's a. Uh, uh, I'll just. I'll be. That sounds like something you'd write in blood on the victim's wall. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 I have to. I need more. I'm running out. Or why I'm oh, here? We. Oh, she's still moving. I'm feeling
2: it. <laughs> I hope you don't mind, Mean Pete. He loves no, you. I no. gotta say, Chris, I'm only a bad boyfriend. You're writing shit in their blood on the wall.
3: <laughs> well, that he was thinks a high, that what that I say, say is real. <laughs> That was just a hypothetical. Yeah. I haven't actually done that. And I did yeah. trick
0: you by saying I wasn't going to make fun of it, and I apologize. Yeah. But yeah. I, I relate to that. Yeah. You, you feel things, but you don't know why or how to articulate them. Yeah. Do you feel like you were raised to not be comfortable with your emotions?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I remember my, my parents once were like, uh, I was like, oh, I'm feeling incredibly anxious, and like I'm just like going through this terrible thing. And then 10 minutes later, she was like, Chris? Are you feeling better and it 's oh, like, "Oh, my God, yeah, 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 one of those types of things, and that's how I feel, and that 's how I think about emotions too, you know
0: so. and are you working on it? Are you in therapy? no
3: no, no no <laughs> i 'm not, I'm, I'm not going to go into therapy until i 'm thirty five Why? I read that Bruce Springsteen did that <laughs> <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> Are you also going to work on a dock with hooks picking up bales of hay? <laughs> i thought that was funny it's <laughs> like a working class somebody's shaking her head no i'm like jesus christ this is my audience and she's like
4: nope
0: <laughs> no sir if i had said in new jersey would it have got you there yeah okay. were you
3: describing a longshoreman's duties yeah yeah no that was funny. my guess that's, that's how fu- privileged i am that he's like it's hey, right springsteen sings more about um hauling ass over like the Zee bridge that's more about what he sings I, like, I see Like his his songs The vibe is more like We're gonna get that sweet ass Over the tap
5: Hey Alonzo You wanna talk about Gladys Knight or some shit
2: <laughs> Sam Welcome to this podcast This <laughs> <laughs> You should've been here For the grease portion <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I didn't realize how that my interests were were very yeah. white.
2: You're you're on a new Although, podcast. I've, I've never, no, but I was with you on the ta- Like I I know Springsteen and I know the Tappan Zee Bridge, so I was following okay, you okay, on okay, this okay. one. Okay, but that grease shit was yeah. out, unforgivable. Yeah, I don't know what. Not unforgivable, <laughs> just completely lost yeah. on me.
0: You're on a, a new Zach Galifianakis YouTube show called Between Two Honkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it works. <laughs> it
3: works. Uh, and are you seeing anybody, if that's not too personal, Chris? No, no, I am. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. We've been together for about nine years.
2: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, Thank how, you to that. How can, yeah. you have, how can you have relationship issues if you've been with someone for nine years? At At mm-hmm. what point are you going to consider this a relationship?
3: <laughs> what? Wait, wait. At one point, am I going to... Con- oh, I consider it a re- relationship. I just, I just have... You know, it's a work in progress. I get you. I think, yeah. All right. Yeah. What is, what, what do they do? Uh, works at Planned Parenthood, uh, Los oh. Angeles. Oh, uh, yeah, all right. In, in the uh, sex education department. This
0: is Canada. They're like, are there issues with that down there? Or... <laughs> I don't understand.
3: Yeah. Um, well, that's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Good
0: thank for you. you. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Sam? Anything, any advice for the people that are dating?
5: <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't. I'm still no figuring blind out. Spots? Yeah, I don't, um... Blind spot? I don't know. Everybody's broken. You know what are you gonna do? I'm, I'm broken. Do you,
0: you think know? that's why you're funny?
5: Mm, I don't. I don't want to believe that. Yeah. I wouldn't hope I can like be a fixed funny person.
0: Yeah. Know? Were you bullied?
5: I I went through a pre- period where I got bullied in the ninth grade for like a for like my freshman year of high school. Yeah. I went to a new school and I got bullied.
0: A so new school because so. you're from Boston. I'm from Boston. Yeah, too. I'm from Boston, and I well,
5: went to a uh, Stoughton high, and I got bullied. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you don't, again, I'm not trying to just be a therapist, but you don't think that made you sharper?
5: Being bullied? Yeah. I mean, no, because it was like, uh, I, I don't think so, no. Yeah. I think it was like my family and shit. Like, I, my grandma had 11 kids, so I have a bunch of cousins, and we were just always at each other. So oh, it was yeah. like... I didn't get bullied because I wasn't sharp. I was just, like, going through some shit, and I didn't have the energy to fight back. Right. And my mom had just died, and, like, these kids were being mean, and I just didn't have the energy for it. Right, right. So it was like they were getting away with it just because I was, like, kind of out of fight. Right. But not because I,
0: I couldn't. But you had, your grandmother had 11 kids? yeah. With different partners or with your grandma?
5: Don't grandpa? ask my grandma's business like that. <laughs> <laughs> that has nothing to do with you, and it doesn't add to the quality of the story, nor take away from it.
0: That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I just want a picture of the woman. I want to know the woman. I want to have her on. But you were all close. To yeah, you. yeah, yeah. We grew up close. And they were funny.
5: And they are funny. You're my funny family's alien. funny, I think, yes. Yeah,
0: I like that. Jeff, what about you? Did your grandmother have
4: out-of-wedlock children? <laughs> I've been in a relationship for about seven months, and I'm hoping to die alone.
0: <laughs> but you're a secret sweetie pie. Aww. I have to think you're sweet with with your partner.
4: Um, I think I am. I try to be a good boyfriend, and... You know, but I'm also, like Alonzo, single in in my 50s. So it's a conundrum of somebody really going to go the distance or am I going to keep doing what I'm doing? Not if you date them for seven months and still call yourself single.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't mean it.
4: I meant not married with family. I understand. You know, so, yeah, it's tricky. It's tricky.
0: I Um, have a real question for you. Yeah. Because some people, when they do the roasts, myself included sometimes, you go home and you, you need to replay it. And you ask people, like, was that too much? Was that too this? Was that too that? Do you ever do that with your partner? Do you ever go home and go, like, did they seem to get it? Or were they okay with it?
4: Yeah. No, I mean, we all, we all go over our, our, our thing. And I'm, I'm, I second-guess myself a lot less than I used to. Yeah. Last night I did a joke about Howie Mandel, who runs the festival. And I... <laughs> It went over well, but I still sort of walked out going, maybe I shouldn't have done that. About the person who ran the festival before? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, the joke, you know, it's a fairly innocent joke, but it brings up an ugly subject in that Howie Mandel, who, who's who been very supportive, has been coming to my shows every night, so he's in the audience last night. And, and and of course, uh, I don't know if I should be getting into all this right now, but there was a, ah, fuck it.
3: Jeff, I did see Howie Mandel screaming your name at the moon late last night. <laughs> With a fist or something. So it's
4: big public knowledge. Jobert, who used to run this festival, got Me too He was forced out. Uh, he ran this festival for decades. And, and, and then suddenly Howie Mandel and his partners are now running the festival. And I wanted to acknowledge that he was at my show. And I said, it's so nice that Howie Mandel's now in charge of the festival. I think it's great that we have a germaphobe running the festival who doesn't like to be touched because the last guy was kind of handsy <laughs>
3: that's great
4: see that's an interesting phenomenon
0: don't you feel better having done it again and it works again and you're like i guess it's
2: okay yeah
4: and and how he laughs so I, but to answer your question yeah i mean you know, I never want to hurt people's feelings. That's never the goal. I only roast the ones I love, and I, I really do mean that. I vet volunteers, you know, people who ask to be right. part of the show, when I bring people on stage, it's because they raise their hand. I don't bully people out of the audience. And if people point to someone in the audience and go, roast my wife, roast my husband, I'll never do it. They you have should to, roast them. Yeah, the or they have to have themselves raise their hand. So.
0: I see. What, you're, I find you to be a hard person to roast Vin Donuts, but, like, <laughs> what? We're going to say it again tonight. Let's see if it works. What is a good Jeff Frost roast? I, can't, I mean, on one hand, you seem easy, but I feel like everything's been touched. What's oh, your
4: favorite? I have a small dick. I don't know if...
2: That's really been out there. Uh... <laughs> Kind of took the power out of that one, did?
0: <laughs> you just ate mild <eight-miled> yourself. <laughs> you told me what's wrong with you.
4: See, I think I'm an easy target because. How would you roast yourself? I look like Bruce Willis if he drowned. <laughs> <laughs> you See, do even look the like. Kids, the... Got that one? Come yeah. on. Why are we roasting me? We should be roasting these kids. Come up here already for crying out loud! <laughs> you want to be roasted by Jeff Ross? Come on up. You here, can buddy. come up if you want, Noah.
0: And you can too if you want. It's up to you. Is this a bad idea, Sam? I feel like it'll be okay. Nice to meet you, Noah. Thanks for being on the show. Please sign an NDA and a release. What was Delaney? And this is also Delaney. Come
2: on in. How you doing? Welcome, welcome. You want to go right down? Yeah, there, go down to the mean man. To the cancer. The cancer patient. Just keep guy. going till the air feels colder. <laughs>
4: Come over here, come over here. What's your name? Noah. Noah and? Delaney. Delaney. <laughs> you just said that sarcastically. <laughs> Turn around, face this way so everybody can see you. And uh, are you guys uh, brother or sister? Yeah. Or are you dating? <laughs>
3: uh, brother and sister.
4: Does it bother you that she's much cuter than you?
3: <laughs> no.
4: Delaney and... Noah. Noah. Do you miss Walter Matthau chasing you off his lawn? (laughs) Get it? No. Delaney, are you ever embarrassed about how dumb your brother is? (laughs) Yeah. All right guys are awesome i can't believe you did it what they're easy you are the master no wait you're a legend buddy you're a legend delaney you're a legend thank you i can't believe it that was great guys thank you i get nervous every time i'm like there's nothing he can say and you found it they get it though they're cool kids they're in the front row at a just for laugh show with their parents that's the coolest i'm into it we got the
0: thick skin. We got the white Lucas brothers right there.
4: <laughs> they, they got thick skin, and that's important to go through life. You, see, you can be able to take a joke. You can pretty much go through anything.
0: That's true. You need thick skin. Jeff has thick arteries. <laughs> 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 mean Date, Mean Date. Let's talk about God. What do you think happens when you die? Jeff.
4: I think you, you know, here's the honest truth is. I stopped believing uh, uh, about 10 years ago. Like, I used to pray. I, I, remember I, I wanted to be on a Letterman, David Letterman, so bad, I prayed under the marquee, and I got it, and I was like, I think this might have worked. Huh. And then I did really well on and and the show. This is like in 1995, and I actually thought, wow, like, praying worked. I prayed for it, and I got it. And then over time, I realized, no, I got it. I prayed to myself. I pulled myself up, and then I used to always pray before planes took off. One time I was on Donald Trump's plane about 10 years ago doing a gig. Wow. He hired me to perform at Mar-a-Lago, paid me a lot of money. He was just some like billionaire guy who had no political sort of leanings, and I was like, oh, great gig, and the flight was so bumpy. I remember praying that we weren't going to die landing back at the airport. Like vividly remember praying and after that I started praying on every takeoff and touch, touchdown I would ever do and sometimes at night. And then over time it occurred to me that I was making these things happen for, for myself and that maybe God is not what I grew up to think it was. And then now I think of it as, as an honest I don't know because recently I had a very turbulent flight I didn't know what to do with my mind, and I did sort of said, if there's a God, I'm praying to you right now. So it was like a backup. So I don't firmly believe... God loves that. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 the logic in me says it can't possibly be no, Jeff, I a think person it's, judging me.
0: I think it's beautiful. I think you said something really profound. First of all, I love... Not I'm not judging your answer. I'm just saying praying to yourself... You know, the Christian word for it is the indwelling of God, you know, the Holy Spirit. That means the peace of God in you. That's also a concept in Judaism. So you are, in my opinion, you are sort of praying to yourself. When I would get on planes, I used to say, I hope it doesn't crash, or I would pray that it didn't crash. But then, and I don't mean to be too dark here, Obviously, people on planes that crashed were praying. So that's, that can't be how it works, right? It's not just wish fulfillment. So now when I get on a plane, I don't want to b- bum anybody out. I step on it and I go, I'm grateful for the eternal moment. I'm grateful for this. It's not crashing right now. And, and even mm. – it's, it's a huge test, but trying – to be present even when you're afraid instead of going outside of yourself. You know I quote this on the podcast all the time. I forget the reference, but it's, a, it's an ancient text and it says, Knock upon yourself as unto a door, and what you reveal to yourself shall be shown. Mm. And I think that's some fucking deep-ass mystical shit. When you realize that it's not God somewhere else, sometime else, just granting wishes— which is what we've made him into, Santa Claus as a deity, it's what's looking at your eyes right now. It's what's making your heart beat. It's what's making you breathe while you're sleeping. It's the molecules that are moving even in your corpse. Mm. Life and being cannot be stopped. So I applaud what you've done and you've grown. And I'm proud of
4: you. Thank you, Pete. And just can I add something to it? Like, And I take it further in my life. Um, I, I I, I, I heard... Sam mentioned that she lost her mom when she was in high school. I think that's what you said. Mm-hmm. And I lost both my parents in high school five years apart, or in those years of my life, 14 and 19. And for me, success and personal relationships and all the things that I'm fortunate enough to be um, happy about, the things that make me happy, have to make me happy. I've never had the even ability to make my parents proud. That was gone so early that I had to, in essence, pray to myself, lift myself up by my bootstraps, but that's it. do my own laundry, make yeah. my own money, yeah. eat cereal for, for dinner if I wanted to or had to. Oh. Right. And I also might not have been a comedian, so I'm also in an odd perverted way grateful of the hardships and the pain that I went through because I really do love my life and I love giving back to my, I love making people laugh and whatever good comes of that. Another great point. I think our psychology feeds into our view of
0: God. A lot of us model our idea of a deity based on our psychology often with our parents. So you're trying to earn it. And that's why a lot of uh, Christianity, a lot of different faiths get confused in ethics where I'm like, Can I be a good person? And I think that's fine. But I'm like, who is being a good person? And when you quiet down your mind and you're still, you can see that you are something that is always good, always loved. It's not a transactional, daddy, daddy, pick me up, pick me up. It's you are and you can never be separated. I like to say you're not loved by God. You are God's love. You can also just say you're not loved by the mystery. You are the mystery. Mm. You're at home here. You're not a stranger here. It's fucking beautiful. And you don't have to earn it. And that's what I can't. I can't say that enough. And and to hear you say it makes me makes me happy. I, 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 again, I don't mean to grade people's answers. I just get excited about this stuff. Well, speaking of
4: speaking <laughs> of miracles, um, Pete and I will be on hundred thousand dollar pyramid tomorrow night. <laughs> and the pyramids are a true God given gift. <laughs> ABC eight o'clock is it? On Sunday. That's tomorrow. My mom is gonna watch it.
0: Yeah. Jeff wanted to do it because his ancestors made the set. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good show. It was fun, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sam, do you ha- do you have any thoughts on just simply after you die? You do- we don't have to get too deep. Do you think something happens or?
5: Um, I don't know. I think I flip flop on it. You know what I mean? I think it's definitely something I think about a lot. But um, <clears throat> sometimes I'm like nothing. Hap- I don't know. A part of me believes it's, like, in reincarnation a little bit. Yeah. Like, it seems weirdly the thing that makes the most sense. Right. Because it's like we don't have any understanding of how it starts or ends. And you, but you do feel, like, spiritual energy. And you know that that's bigger than your body. And it's weird to think, like, all the, like, spirits are just in one place. Like, what's up? You know? Dancing around or whatever. Eating cake. I don't know what happens. (laughs) But it does seem to me like maybe it just keeps happening
0: i you again, we make a God that's like us instead of the other way around instead of making our our God like what we see, right yeah, does that make sense so like
5: like heaven and like heaven and hell for me, always kind of lived in those same terms of like that's how man equates things that's right we need good, we need bad, we need punishment we want judgment we want judgment, but it's like. If God's much bigger than all, why would they need? Why would they be satisfied in the same ways that we are satisfied, or look for those same things? Why would God make
0: something to torture it? Right, like that's a weird game to
5: play. Or even why would He need that payoff?
0: Right, like to feel the
4: satisfaction of like, ha ha, asshole.
5: That's a weird. (laughs) Right, it's like why? Why? What do
4: we? What does God? What is? What does religious school teach? Why would God do me? How do they? When a little kid and I'm not. I didn't go to a lot of religious school, and I went to Hebrew school. These
5: kids didn't sign up for this shit. You should get them out <laughs> of here. They're like, this is heavy, man.
4: Yeah, I know. <laughs> How do priests and so on explain earthquakes and cancer? You know, are they teaching humanity a lesson, or is it punishment?
0: I don't think so. Anybody that's saying that is doing what we're talking about, which is projecting our own our own anger and our own fear onto, onto God but what I like about what Sam said is when you look at nature regenerating itself like a tree doesn't die the shit falls off and grows more trees right. so that's when I see an, a universe and all
5: of that is like living so it's like maybe you die and then like you in a tree and then that's just you do. That's right. you go through like a cycle of life as a tree
0: but see that's non-duality it's the idea that we think we're, we're in the world but we are the world <laughs> let's sing it <laughs> No, you know what I'm saying? But the Christian yeah. perspective often is like you're walking through it like a test when you are it. It's like, yeah. I, it's helpful to think of us all underwater. I know we gotta go. Are we out of time? Is there a show after this? How long do we have? Five minutes? Shit. I I have one more thing on what you said. It's funny when some people say nothing happens when you die. I think it's funny that Buddhists and Hindus would be like, that's wishful thinking. (laughs) Because the goal of a Buddhist is to achieve nothing. And the idea is that you get reincarnated until you work off your karma and realize that you are light. And then you Mm -hmm. can go to nothing. So the people that are, I, I think it's really funny the thought that somebody could be like, you die and it's nothing and you die and you wake up and you're a baby and you're like, oh, fuck.
5: Yeah, I do believe I think that's
0: that. why babies are crying.
5: I believe should be laying on your spirit, for sure. What's that? Like, I believe stuff hangs on you. Like, I don't know. You can feel it sometimes. Like, oh, this is... You feel like you've been in that situation before. Or something. That's right. You know what I mean? Even though you haven't. And I do believe that, like, you're working out your karma.
0: I believe it. I, I'm into that, too. And that's million beautiful. Over. I'm, I We are out of time, so you guys have two and a half minutes each. So...
3: Chris, do you have any thoughts? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, just very quickly, I think symbolically, I, I do think that when you die, my, I do have uh, the concept of heaven-hell, I think it's like it, it, you have a moment to look back. When you're dying, you think like, oh, uh, either positively or negatively about everything that you've done. I've also, uh, w- when you were talking about gratitude, I've been trying to be... I, I pray compulsively, and so I w- I've been trying... I've been doing this thing, which I also uh, Googled, and it is unfortunately a symptom of a cognitive disorder, but I, I also... <laughs> I thank um, like, uh, hotel rooms or uh, rental cars a lot after I use them. Which, I, guess, I,
0: I don't see a problem with that.
3: Well, I, I, I guess sympathy for objects is the, is the issue there, uh, or can be. Uh, some, uh, I understand how that can yeah. but I do, take but, you over. But I, I've been trying to be a lot more grateful uh, about everything, and, uh, and I find that... It's, it's funny... Richard
0: Rohr, it's not a podcast without him, says that if you can allow any object, if you can completely say yes to a rock or a tree or a flower, it will convert you. That's the Christian language where it will enlighten you, which is why the greatest sermon that the Buddha ever gave was holding up a flower. Mm. And he's just saying, just allow it. Because behind our thoughts, behind your fear of your compulsion, is something that understands its, its connection to all things. And I think you should keep thanking your hotel room. Great. No, I'm going to. Yeah. just keep. Uh, yeah. yeah. I can't stop, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alonzo, I'm sorry to cut you short. I wish we could keep going, but do you got anything for us? Well,
2: uh, real quick, for one thing, when I die, I hope someone cleans the piss and shit up, (laughs) because it's that. (laughs) ah, And and I'm not worried about airplanes because I was an airplane mechanic. I know exactly how they fly. Is that right? Yeah, I know exactly. I'll never forget that you said that. That makes sense. And how it works. So that's not a miracle to me. Yeah. Um, I believe in that you it's realize not, I, I don't it's think just it's so, science <laughs> yeah. um but i I, I believe that there's a <laughs> spiritual connection some sort of energy that i feel connected to other people i feel i'm at my personally at my most spiritual when i'm creative i think yeah. that's the 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 highest form of me or anything i can do and more and more i i I don't really think about after death but more and more I think it is nothing because I was raised in a Lutheran church and a Christian church and taught that you know good evil god judge in the sky thing and and I it's hard to shake a belief that you're raised with even yeah. though I consciously don't want to believe that but it's ingrained so much as a child so in letting go of that I'm like well what it doesn't matter because right now it's good. I live it, like you talked about gratitude. You know, I'm in recovery. I've been in recovery a long time. I found comedy in recovery and so on. So I'm grateful. I tell everyone I live a dream I never had. I never imagined any of this possible in my life, and I live it every day. So when I take it on from that point, it's humbling how ridiculously good my life is and the people I get to work, I work with the funniest people in the world. I get to do stuff like this, like, you know, i be honest with you, I'm a crackhead, right? That's where I bottomed. So the idea of being here, doing this, that didn't occur to me. like, when you're hitting the pipe alone in a room, was you you're not when like, you was doing crack- man, I could be in Montreal doing comedy. <laughs> like, like, this life never <laughs> occurred to me, you know? Wow. So I, I owe all of this life to that connection with other people who helped me find and become who I am. So I believe in the spirituality of connection between people. That's what were you going to say, Sam? I'm I
5: was there. asking were you this size when you was doing crack. You look like you was a strong. Yeah, crack I,
2: yeah. Oddly enough, I was a drug addict who worked out. I figured it. it. Was I some, knew it. I pinned you for it. Yeah, I thought you look like a, it you was, was a strong something. ass crackhead. Well, you have a lot of energy. <laughs> you know? but, um, but yeah, that. so so that's my spiritual thing. So the, the thought... The thought of after death, I'm like, man, I'm lucky to have this. That's right. I can't be thinking That's about the it.
0: difference between I hope this plane doesn't crash and I'm grateful for the eternal moment. Yeah. Right on, Crispy. Would you guys say keep it crispy on the way down? That's just how we end the show. Keep Jeff. it crispy, Sam. Montreal. Keep it crispy. Keep it crispy. Chris. Keep it crispy. Lonzo. Guys, give it up for this amazing lineup. And Fred Armisen, thank you so much for being here, guys. Keep it crispy. One, Don't two, Thank you guys.
5: Good night. So leave this one alone. So My G 900 shoes, fifty. I'm so crispy. I'm so crispy. My ice game make you wanna.